You're listening to Them Damn Indians on Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and I appreciate you hanging out with me. It's a beautiful day. Lots of folks are off work. Um, it's rainy, so people are probably not out at the lake, but I'm sure some of you diehards are still cooking out and taking advantage of your extra day off this week. So, uh, you know, have a, have a great time, whatever you're doing. Just be safe. And it's raining, so be weather aware, because the shitey shite can turn on us in a heartbeat here in Oklahoma. Okay, so May 31st, June 1st, uh, we're commemorating the centennial of the Tulsa Race Massacre. And this is from Fox News. It's on our social media pages. I have to read it to you. Hundreds participate in armed Second Amendment march. The National Black Power Convention is being held in the Greenwood District this weekend. Organizers are holding a Second Amendment march for reparations at 4 p.m. on Saturday afternoon and will be walking through downtown Tulsa. Hundreds of people marched to show support for reparations and justice for Tulsa survivors with an overwhelming show of force. The group took a break before picking back up at Ben Hill Park. The Greenwood Centennial Remembrance Walk started at Ben Hill Park at 6 p.m. and joined the armed march. The theme of the convention is reparations now. The struggle for reparations must be escalated, a news release from organizers read. We must fight on every front to achieve redress and reparations for the atrocities committed upon Tulsa massacre descendants and we must intensify the fight to achieve reparations for all 40 million blacks still grossly affected by racism inequality wealth disparity police brutality and the like Tulsa will mark a new beginning in the upgraded fight for the reparations for black people the following groups are leading the effort the Huey P. Newton Gun Club the Elmer Geronimo Pratt Gun Club, the New Black Panther Party for Self-Defense, the Fred Hampton Gun Club, the New Black Liberation Militia, the Panther Special Operations Command, Anubis, multiple other groups, and private gun owners. We have to take a much stronger approach toward reparations, said co-leader Nick Bizell. We are tired of begging. Our ancestors deserve nothing less than our strongest efforts. Organizers held a reparations rally Sunday at Sandpipe Hill near OSU Tulsa. So, um, a black to a march. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Gun owners of all colors, come on out. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. I hope that they had their AKs out there. I hope they had their AR-15s out there. I hope they had their Glocks and their 9 millimeters and their 40 cows and their 45s and their 22s and whatever. Like their BB guns. I don't, well, not BB guns. You still get shot for that. Uh, but, you know, I, I love that. I love it when people of color stand up for their constitutional rights. It's amazing. And I am so glad. I'm so glad to see that they're in Tulsa. 
Because I think, and again, we talk about it a lot here. I mean, people forget how many veterans of color there are in the United States. And they don't all subscribe to that philosophy of, I don't know, just, I, I, I think that I love it that these, that these gun owners are standing up and being represented in their communities. I, I love that they came out in force because, I mean, we talk about these goofy 2A auditors, these Second Amendment auditors, right? I mean, like, I mean, auditing your 2A rights. That's just nuts to me. But they're going to places like Nichols Hills. Okay, so where were the where were the uh, 2A auditors there? Where were the white militant 2A auditors? How come they weren't marching? Maybe they don't support 2A rights for everybody. Because and again, I'm 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 shocked. That there was not an incident there. And I'm not shocked because of the black people having guns. I'm shocked that some white cop somewhere didn't feel threatened and start shooting the place up. Am I a cynic? Probably. I'll own that. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Because while it's thrilling to me to finally see... Uh, gun owners of color coming together and marching, yes, marching with their munitions. It's still, I, I, I mean, it seems like the racists would feel like that is antagonistic even though these are the rights afforded to us by the Constitution. And when I say us, I mean United States citizens. That's for us. That's for all of us. Right? No matter race, color, creed, sexual orientation. So that's... um. But I, I love that. And and I hope I hope that the Greenwood District is is going to get some kind of reparations and and be able to rebuild and be able to get over some of that historical trauma that we know that causes Indians. We live it. <laughs> I think that was that was created for us because just like we talked about in the last segment with that mask with those those 215 um, children at these residential boarding schools I mean we know what historical trauma does to people and does to our communities. We live it every day. We see it every day. And who knows the kind of wealth 
that how 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 vast that wealth would have been had they not had to stop and rebuild their their businesses and their communities and their homes and their families it's 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 mind-boggling when you think about it but again there there is that silver lining and and I love it I love that gun owners of color are doing that but you know what that whole 2A auditing that would never fly for gun owners of color that would never ever ever fly for gun owners of color in a white neighborhood and <clears throat> you know it, it's i i i think though these these events like that i i can just imagine how beautiful it was to behold to see to see that but we need more we need to not just not just for the flex but for the flex <laughs> to show that hey we have we have veterans in our midst who are going to fight for their people who would rather fight for their people who don't like the government now <laughs> because they lied us into different wars or or whatever like there's there's certainly misanthropic veterans right so I'm just saying I, I'm glad that these that these groups groups that people would deem militant okay and the reason that they're deemed militant is by white communities that that don't feel safe <laughs> but yet they're the ones that that created the the lack of safety and the environment for that lack of safety it's 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 crazy but i do love our allies that's not to take away from our allies and our allies who who march with us our allies and our advocates and our accomplices all y'all thank y'all uh for fighting the good fight with us but yeah i can't wait i can't wait to see uh more uh of these of these kinds of marches please bring one to oklahoma city i will be there i don't have any big giant guns or anything but you know <laughs> i would certainly go and lend my support and my voice to a uh black indigenous people of color to a rally let's do it some somebody get out there and organize it and i promise you i will be there <laughs> with with whatever on <laughs> my vest my belt uh hunter orange if i have to if i absolutely have to like the department of wildlife wants you to do even when you're taking pictures and not shooting anything but with your camera yeah they still want you to wear that horrid orange just to let you know just to let you know um, the game warden will give you a strict talking to if you're out at the WMAs with, with not being properly dressed. You, you, you want to be seen out there. You do want to be seen out there. You do. Trust me. You, you want, you want to be seen where anybody's shooting guns, right? Especially if they're, you know, 
not hunting you. But yeah, that horrid hunter orange. Ugh, I hate orange. But yeah, you can't have a cap or a vest or. Anyway, that's just my personal bugaboo about wearing orange. And it does sting. It stings. It stings the eyes. It stings the eyes. <laughs> and dare I say the gag reflex. Because it's just not pleasant, but they make you wear it anyway. So um, just to let you know, if you're out there, out and about, just taking advantage of the, of the beautiful... Uh, wildlife and scenery and you're not trying to hunt or harvest anything you still have to be visible and identifiable to uh, not only other hunters but to the game warden as well because they want to be able to see you and you have to have your license too don't go out there without your license even if you're just taking pictures or whatever you can buy a passport but um, just best to just just get your dual hunting and fishing license. It goes to help the wildlife department in there. That's my plug. That's all I'm going to say. Obviously, I'm trying to psych myself up to uh, to get that get that put on so I can maybe go flash some things today. Who knows? Who knows? Thank you so much for tuning in. We're Indigenous. We're independent. And you're listening to Them Damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.